0: of Second Corinthians chapter twelve. 2 Corinthians chapter twelve. In moments like this I think it is also important to appreciate my wife. <clears throat> uh, she, you know she takes care of me. I'm not an easy guy but she manages me. Uh, yeah it's good to have you as a friend and, and, and lover. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 to 10. It's You know, if you want to go deep with God, you need somebody who's going to steer you to go deep with God. And, and she's one of those people that, that are keeping me on my toes to go deep in the Lord. Um, and, and you know what? Because she scrutinizes every sermon I preach, I can't afford to preach junk. And I can't lie to you because you'll be on my case. And, uh, and and I can't live any other life because you'll be also on my case. <laughs> so so but it's it's great and and, it's, it's, and, and I say this um, because it's important to make sure that you've got somebody who will steal you on to go deeper in the Lord. Amen. Amen. And that's our 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 theme for this feast of grace. Deep Deeper with God. Deeper with God. And from 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I'm going to read it from chapter 12, but it, it starts off in chapter 11. I don't have time to go in there. But Paul is giving an explanation of, of his life and of his credentials as an apostle because he has been challenged by the people and, and the people are saying you know we, we we don't we don't you don't seem to have the right credentials and and you you don't you don't put, bring yourself up in the way that uh, others are bringing up in this and he's been talking about you know i will not boast about my credentials i will not glorify myself about who i am but what is important is that i i i i, I, I glorify god and mostly, when people talk about this chapter, they are looking at the part which says, "My grace is sufficient for you." For when I, and Paul says, "When I am weak, then he is strong," or, or "God makes me strong." All right? So I just want to read and it says, I, "I must go on boasting." So so he's so just to and, 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 and help you to understand that he started from chapter eleven and it says, "I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained." i will go on to visions and revelations from the lord and and, and just to tell you that i can boast about something i will go on to revelations and visions from the lord i know a man who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven whether it was in the body or out of the body i do not know god knows Verse 3, and I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise. So he says he's caught up to third heaven, and that third heaven is called paradise. And he heard inexpressible things that man is not permitted to tell. He has heard some deep stuff that I cannot tell you. I, and, and here Paul is saying about this man as if he's talking about somebody else but he's actually talking about himself and, 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 and he goes on and says he goes on and says I will boast about a man like that but I will not boast about myself except about my weakness. even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth but I refrain. So no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you i want to just prophesy over someone and say god's grace is sufficient for you and 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 he says my power is made perfect in weakness Uh, just prophesy to your next person says god's power will be made perfect in your weakness therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that christ's power may rest on you i declare that during the course of this feast of grace christ Power will rest on you in the name of Jesus. And 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 this is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I want to go back to the first few verses and just say a few things very quickly. In those first few verses, Paul says, I can tell you about visions and revelations. And he also says in verse 7, these are surpassingly great revelations. And he says, I was caught up in a place, in a place I know exactly that I was there. Whether I was there physically or not is another thing. But what I know, what I am convinced of, was that I've been brought up into a place called heaven, and not only heaven number one, but heaven number two, heaven number three. And while I was in heaven number three, in the third heaven, he calls it paradise. And and I don't know what your image of paradise is, but he says, while I was in this paradise, I heard things, I was told things. And those things I cannot repeat to you. And beloved, I want to challenge you as we go throughout this feast of grace. As you prepare for the year 2020 and the years to come. That there is more you can experience in Christ than what you have experienced up to now. Hallelujah. You see Paul says, I've been all the way up to the third heaven. I've seen visions and revelations. Some revelations I can tell you. Some revelations I can't, they are just for me. I need somebody who is eager and desirous to move from the place where you are to a greater manifestation of God's glory. Hallelujah. I I need somebody who is desiring to say, God, if you can show Paul visions, show me also a vision. Show me also a revelation. Open to me, God, something. And I believe God is going to be opening things for you. Let me just tell you these things. So, so desire to have an encounter with the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, and not only just an encounter, but an encounter will transform your life. Amen. You see, whenever you have an encounter with God, it should transform your life. It will transform your life. It will change you to become more of what God wants you to be. Now, The second thing is, an encounter or, or, or a meeting with God is an experience you have with God. Yeah. Desire to have an experience that just goes beyond what you've ever experienced up to now. God is more than ready to meet us at that point. The second thing is, have, it is a moment of meeting. Desire to meet with God. It is a moment where God brings something into your spirit. God brings something into your life. It is a moment for you to receive a word. You need to receive a word. A word that will change your life. A word that will give you direction. It is a word that gives you a, a way to go. It is a prophecy. It is a a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge. There is something for you in this next few days, this day, this night, in the name of Jesus. A revelation brings out a truth about your life or about your situation. It brings out something that was hidden. And this is what Paul was, and note, he's now telling us this. And he says, I received these 14 years ago. At the time he was telling and now he's telling them something he had to see 14 years ago. And it has shaped the course of his life. When he was going through trials and all kinds of things, being lowered down baskets, he was going, you know, being, being. You know, the one time, a whole oh, governor wanted to kill him. And he, he escaped out of it. Why? Because of the revelations he was. Because of the visions that God had given to him. So as we are going to take communion in a moment, I want to challenge you to desire to have an encounter with the Lord, to see something in the spirit, to go into the spirit realm. Desire that your life will grow to that level because that's what we're talking about when we're saying we become deep with God. Desire that your relationship with God becomes so strong that it cannot be shaken. So strong that it cannot be broken. That you have a testimony. That says I know this God it's not just a teaching it's not just a revelation I know this God and my last point is is that desire also to see Christ's glory appearing before you because God can show his glory to you like he showed to Moses like he showed to Joshua like he showed to Paul like he showed to Peter like he showed to the disciples He can reveal his glory. He can reveal his glory. Like he showed to John on the island of Patmos, he can reveal his glory to you.